Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where playing your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack with another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie. Welcome to Australia! It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Kelly Wilbar. And I'm Joel. And it's just us two. We have no third co-host this week, unfortunately. Which is fine. We'll roll on. So... All right, Joel. Now your internet's working. <laughs> How's things <Yeah>. been? <laughs> uh, well, aside from the internet, uh, it's been a busy day. I um, actually, had, it's a good thing to maybe talk about here. Uh, spent the morning helping a friend of mine move, and this is the third time since I've been back in Rockford. Well, since I've been in Rockford, that uh, this person has moved. Which easy moves, nothing like uh, you know. Uh, an entire house moving across the country or anything, but um, it's always that that weird borderline kind of thing where, as a friend, you don't want to ask people to to help you move, but as a friend who's being asked, you don't want to say no. Yeah. Not that you feel obligated, but you know they need help. Yeah. I know. So well, yeah, I know. I'll have you well, moves? Yeah, plenty of time I've helped people move. I've had. My mate, who um, he was good because he had a big truck. <laughs> so it's always getting him to help me move. But yeah, I don't mind helping if someone asks. It's just the sort of person I am. I've done it before. So my problem is there's a lot of like everyone's got an opinion on how to do something, and it should be carried yeah. this way and that way, and you end up getting arguments. So yeah, or if you have what happened when we moved in here, we had someone helping us and uh, couldn't get the fridge through the door. So, I'm, because it's on an angle, it's a weird angle. So, I said, we'll take the doors off. And I had no tools here, they were still back just down at Donna's sister's place, which is right near where we live. So, I went racing down there to get some tools. By the time I got back, they'd um, they managed to squeeze it through the door, but I think they damaged it on the way because it um, didn't work after that when we plugged in and turned it on. So, you got to be careful with who you ask to help move. <laughs> Crap. Um, well, you know, as I've gotten older, it seems like friends of mine, they're not asking as often because they have homes with kids. And so they hire movers yeah. or they'll hire movers to do a part of it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say they're going to make the kids do it all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Slave labor. <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's free labor, cheap labor, but you don't know if you want them carrying certain boxes that may have fragile stuff in it or they can't carry a couch or whatever so um if there's enough of them there is you can <laughs> like anything i uh i i took my kids with me today actually because i've got them for the weekend and uh um you know they just kind of sat around and played, and played games yeah but yeah I used, um, I used to hate it as a kid you'd get help like your parents help someone move and i was always uh, dragged into it only light stuff, you know, and non-breakable stuff, of course, but <laughs> I could never just sit around. I was told, get off your ass, Graham, get over here, carry that out to the truck. <laughs> I guess I'm too easy on him, I don't know, but, you know, in all the moves I've had, there's only been, I think, three instances where I regretted saying yes, and one of them was my own, <laughs> um, which the first one was uh, a friend of mine who was moving... And I'm leaving names out of it because, uh, yep. uh, you know, to it's, protect the but, exactly. But a, a friend of mine was moving in and uh, went up to start taking boxes down and, you know, everybody showed up and had lots of people there. And uh, there was only one box half packed, not even closed, and everything else was just sitting everywhere. Not one box. 
so of course that then eats up the rest of the day having to pack and and move things down one at a time uh, minus furniture the second one was uh, uh, uh wasn't even really a good friend just kind of a guy that i knew that didn't have a lot of people around and he asked myself and, and a couple other uh, of my friends that were kind of mutual if we'd help and showed up and the entire he bought us all breakfast like big breakfast um and offered to buy you know dinner or lunch or whatever as well but the entire day it was about 50 degrees maybe 45 50 degrees and raining the entire day and not not like a light little spit rain like yeah intermittent downpours and it got to the point where there's a guy that used to come to the record store this is when i was in chicago still this guy that used to come to the record store homeless guy but he rode his bike around everywhere and he used to come to the record store and and this is back when i smoked so he would you know bum a smoke and we'd talk really nice guy got to know him he happened to go by at the exact moment that we're taking some boxes out and i'm like oh hey how you doing man what's up you know and started chatting and the guy that I was helping move was like, oh, you know this guy? I'm like, yeah. And I introduced him. And the guy's like, yeah, I used to be a mover. And so Sweet. my friend offered to pay this guy, which, you know, I didn't have a problem with him doing that, but offered to pay him to help us. He gave him 40 bucks. And this dude, and this is why I get mad at people who just kind of pass by all the homeless, because some of them really are good yeah. people. Um, this dude took over i mean he he ran the whole show he was efficient he got everything in quickly he and probably because he wanted to go spend the money but (laughs) but he he got us in and out in a hurry and was just it was just it made the day but the last one was uh when i was moving from kansas city to colorado nobody showed up and it was just the two of us and I was like, son of a bitch. So we had an entire house to move. And luckily about halfway through two other people showed up, didn't know each other, just friends of mine that were able to get free. It took us the entire day to get the house packed up and into the night before we could leave. And it was just, it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had with moving in my life. It was just grueling. So, I, do you have any any times like that where you've had just complete shitstorms? No, not completely. Usually it's pretty easy. But I, I'm dreading moving out of here. Donna and I are thinking we're just going to hire movers. Because I'm not going to be carrying shit downstairs. Because you know me and stairs. So. <laughs> <laughs> Plus with your back and everything, yeah, I can imagine. Right. Well... The last thing I carried in here was a washing machine, but that wasn't too heavy when I got my latest washing machine. But, ah, uh, yeah. So, it's the fridge and, and the couches that kill me. Uh, a lot of the stuff I could probably just throw over the balcony, like the mattress. <laughs> right. I'll throw the mattress first, and I can throw things on top of the mattress. So, <laughs> you know, like in the cartoons. It works like that, doesn't it? Mattress protects it- everything. <laughs> To, to a point, I suppose. You know, it's it's not that bad if you if you do the boxes yourself, and you pay a mover to carry just the heavy stuff. Yeah, you can get away with a couple hundred bucks at most, and it's not too bad. That's what we'll probably do. You know, a lot of the you know smaller stuff ourselves, and just the big heavy stuff, you know, fridge and and the beds and that sort of stuff. It's not like we got we got no wardrobes or anything, so we just got a tall boy sort of set of drawers and. As I said, no way I'm going to carry shit downstairs, mate. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was the move that killed Killa. Uh, you know, and the thing is, is that if, if you do have movers and they mess something up, then they'll repair it or yeah. they'll pay to fix it. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing. But speaking of which, uh, not moving, but you, how's your vacation going? Your, your stay at home it's two pre- weeks. Pretty good. Relaxing. So. I actually had uh, my parents come out on Friday with my nephew, a little red-headed terror. So, <laughs> yeah, he, he, it's the first time he's been out here, and he, he come in and he started crying and screaming, going, I want to go home, I want to go home. <laughs> so he carried on for a, a little bit, and then we go, we'll go show you the trains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took him down yeah, and showed him the trains, then to the, the park on the swings and stuff. And so after that, he was pretty calm and relaxed and come back here and he was pretty happy then so 
that was Friday. Other than that, was that was that the pictures that you posted? Yeah, that are the pictures I posted. Yeah. 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 Other than that, not doing much, mate. Sitting on my butt, watching no dinner. Nah, well. We're trying to organise something yesterday for dinner and we're just looking up places and just couldn't make a decision, so we just stayed home. So. Did somebody cook at least or something? Or? No. I just made some sandwiches. Wow. Yeah. Keeping it simple. Yeah, just okay. Uh, we're going out next next Saturday when my niece comes out because it was her birthday last week. And so she's coming out next week. So we'll go for dinner there. Celebrate both our birthdays on the same day. It's your birthday, actually. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> so, well, yeah. you'll do it in advance of mine because you're yep. in the future. In but... the future, yes. Oh, I don't know if you've seen my Facebook po- uh, page. Uh, Nero posted a video for me for my birthday. <laughs> I t- missed that. No, what is it? A topless... <laughs> he, he does an Australian accent and he goes... I- I've only done this for a few people, and you're the first male. He goes, a topless video or something like that. So, it was amusing. I'll have to go check that yeah. out. Um, <laughs> did Are you at least feeling like you're kind of recharging your batteries, though? Yeah, a little bit. A take- little bit. Aches and pains are still there. I think it's my body going, Jesus, I'm not used to this. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. Have you had time to watch anything, or you just uh, been literally like just just chilling? Nah, not much. I'm trying to think. Nah, I haven't watched anything in particular. Oh, actually, yeah, I watched the Ghostbusters movie this week. Oh one. yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, average. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. That's why I looked at it. So, had its moments, but yeah. Kevin didn't win you over. Nah. Ah. Uh, Yes and no. It just it was hard because he sounded too much like an Australian. That's <laughs> not talking not like even Thor. the scene where Holtzman licks the guns and then kicks everybody's ass. Oh, that was cool. There's a few good scenes in there. But overall, as an overall movie, yeah, I think it fell flat a little. So I still enjoyed it, but it just, it was missing something to me. And I mean, the cameos <laughs> too, I mean... Dan Aykroyd's cameo. I think that sucked. I think that was a bit... They did seem a little tacked on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one at the end with um, with, uh, Hudson, isn't his name? Oh, I can't think of his first name. Yeah. When he rocks Bernie. up. Yeah, he, he, and he rocks up in the uh, hearse at the end. That was... Didn't mind that one. But, and Bill Murray wasn't it, it, too terrible as the cameo, but it seemed forced. That's the problem. Ernie Hudson seemed the most natural out yeah, of them, for yeah, sure. That's right. But from what I've heard, Bill Murray always wanted his character to die in the mm-hmm. second film. Yeah. And since it didn't happen, this gave him the opportunity <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Uh, Which, yeah, well, um, more power to him, I guess. Are they going to make a second? Or wasn't there news that they weren't going to make a second one? I had plans to, but... Well, they were saying this one did didn't make enough money to warrant a sequel, but I think once it gets once it hit the overseas market and once um, on DVD, uh, and Blu-ray, yeah, the, once that comes out, I think uh, they'll see enough of a bump that they'll either reboot it again, but they'll do it all guys, or they'll do something different, or they'll go with a sequel. I, I don't think it's dead entirely. I just don't know whether they're going to retool it again or they're going to leave it the same. I would see another one personally. Yeah, I, I still have nostalgia for that. That you know, the Ghostbusters franchise. So I'll always watch it. But so. other than that, I'm, uh, I haven't watched much. I've still got to finish off Stranger Things. I haven't got. I've got two episodes in. So that's what it's called, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Isn't yeah. That? Yeah. So. And then Donna was talking about it the other day. I said, I've got it. So I'm waiting for her to be ready to watch it. So I'll watch it with her. So I'll watch the first two again and then go from there. But you just okay. did you did a comparison or a 40 go 14 about it, didn't you, with ET? Yeah. But I have no yeah, chance to listen because so, I'm on holiday, so I'm not listening to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
I mean, the first two episodes I, are really, you know, setting up the rest of the story. Um, so, I mean, you've gotten kind of the ones that are not as exciting as the other ones, but it's kind of a slow burn, the whole thing, yeah. until the end. So, but it's really good. Really, really good. Mm. Might get to that this week. Whether Donna wants to watch it or not, I'm not going to stick around waiting. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of holidays, um, with the birthday coming up, I've got uh, a five-day weekend cool. next week, starting on Thursday. Sweet. So Thursday, so I've got, Friday, and Monday off. And Saturday and Sunday. Well, Monday's, yeah, Labor Day here. Oh. Yeah. And... Uh, Taking two days off. Then, yeah, I took requested two days off for my... What do they call it? Uh, you know, the longer you've been at, a, at the job, <clears throat> you get your first pick of oh, yeah, yeah, time yeah. off. Yeah, of course. Seniority requests. Seniority, senor. Exactly. So I put in my Hispanic um, <laughs> paperwork for my senior requests. And uh, sorry, I was channeling Pat there for a minute. And I, yeah, I took Thursday and Friday off, which I'm glad I did now because Thursday... For my birthday, I gave myself the ultimate present, and it only cost me ten bucks. But uh, thirty-one is finally getting released to the public, and it's got a one-night-only screening with Q and A Q&A with Rob Zombie um, after the film, plus some behind-the-scenes stuff and a couple of world premiere music videos off his new album, and then the actual movie I thought was coming out October twenty-second, but now I'm hearing that it's coming out earlier than that, but. So I get to see it ahead of everybody else, minus the the Cannes Film Festival people. Yeah, cool. So I take it there will be some sort of uh, uh, writings about this on the Creepcast. <laughs> if there wasn't, I think something was wrong with me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be putting up. I mean, all my whenever he releases a new movie, my reviews are always really stupidly long and and love letters so i'm sure there'll be something pretty hefty coming out after that because this one looks like it's it's like the epitome of everything that he tries to do in his in his movies and his shows and everything and just kind of threw it all together into one big stew pot cool so i don't know if you've seen the trailer for it at all no i haven't do you know anything about it nope uh, let me think. What's the easiest way to sum this up? Um, there's like, I think there's five carnival workers that get kidnapped on Halloween um, Eve, and they're taken to this like abandoned warehouse type thing where these just insane murders have this thing every year where they have to survive um, twelve hours until the next morning and if they do they survive and if not they get killed uh during the course of the night so and everybody in there there's like six different main villains and they're all dressed as clowns oh so it's sort of like um the purge meets saw meets uh it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well, they're not demonic clowns they're just insane people with oh, insane clown posse. grease paint it's the insane clown posse is it Oh, Jesus, don't do that. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> um, but Malcolm McDowell is, is there. I forget who's playing the, the female part, but he's the uh, like the overseer, and he's dressed in like this powdered wig. He looks like an English fop gentleman kind of thing from back in the day, and he's kind of overseeing the whole thing. Um, and Richard Brake, who is a favorite of Rob Zombie, is playing the main character, who's just this... He's just insane. So if you get a chance to check out the trailer, it looks like it's going to be dirty and grimy. And Yeah, I'll check the trailer out. That's probably as far as I go. You know, I'm not into those sort of movies, really. But Yeah, it's it's pretty... I mean, it's going to be pretty violent, Donna, I think. Donna will probably like it, so I'll probably get to see it at some point when she finds out about it. So. You know, the funny thing is, is that I'm not like a huge gore hound like i'm not like i don't seek out films that have a lot of blood guts gore nicky stuff mm. but i love his his you love eye Rob Zombie, for, we know. 
Exactly. And his eye for like detail and his creative, the way he puts things together just visually is amazing. And so I don't care what the the movie is so much as, as just watching the way he puts it together and uh, plays out. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm geeking out a little. No, Sorry. I can tell. That's cool. <laughs> We're going to have our geek stuff, man. Uh, yeah. um, what were we going to say? No, I don't know. I'm in holiday mode, mate. <laughs> Turn the brain <laughs> off. Just trying to do as little as possible, think as little as possible. Uh, yeah. So. I saw all your birds, man. That's getting insane, the collection of birds you seem to be having showing up. Yeah. I heard them outside a minute ago. Yeah, you'll hear them. They're out there. I fed them this morning. Yeah, there's two different sets of um, rainbow lorikeets that show up now, and uh, we get the cockies coming in every now and then, and uh, these other minor birds. So, yeah, it's getting a bit wild out there. <laughs> it looks like it. The fun part is watching the cats inside the door here, and they, they start trying to talk to the birds. Going, mm-hmm. No, he doesn't do the... He does it. What is that sound? I don't know. I'll have to record it. I'll try to get some video of it. And, uh, yeah, so they just want to get to him. And I'm saying to him, you'll shoot, him, you'll shoot yourself when you get it. <laughs> yeah, as soon as it turns around and bites them, you know, they're big and brave when they're on this side of the glass. <laughs> so. I mean, the birds are half as big, if not as big as them, right? I mean... Uh, well, the cocky, the cockatoo, yeah. It's the same size as Charlie. The rainbow lorikeets, uh, they're not even close to the size but they're, they're little vicious things so I've been bitten by one not this one's here but uh, the one we've got when lives with my parents it was hand raised and he talks talking about him before Wally and um, mm-hmm. yeah he, he goes give me a kiss give me a kiss uh, I'd always go up and give him a kiss and like that to me then one day I went to give him a kiss and he freaking bit me right through my lip bottom lip the beak just come out of the cage and just grabbed on my bottom lip Jeez. And it fucking hurt. It was close to nearly having a piercing. Nearly went right through. <laughs> yeah. And not the kind you want either. Yeah. So they can be, they got a bite on them. So. But yeah. well, I wonder if the cats, the sound they're making, is there like, like their teeth clicking together, like an yeah. anticipation? Well, it's not, it sounds like their teeth clicking together, but it's not. It's just the, the mouth's going up and down, like vibrating, and it's, I'm trying to repeat it the best I can and go, so I can't do it. can't do an American accent. I can't impersonate a cat. I don't know. I, your Charlie's pretty dead on. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know what he sounds like, but I'm imagining it's pretty dead on. That is exactly how he sounds. <laughs> uh. That and it freaks people out when you do it for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Freaks slacker out. That's why I like doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of... Uh, birds and and animals um i don't know if you saw maybellina's post but she uh she had a interesting experience she just moved to a new place and um it's got a really big open wide backyard and we've got a lot of hawks around here oh, and um her yeah. she's got a little yorkie that's i don't know like seven pounds maybe and this this one hawk swooped down and was only like she said about 10 feet away from her dog and luckily you know she goes out there with the dog every single time it goes out and stays close by but um she grabbed the nearest thing she could and started swinging at it and it flew off but i mean that's i just can't even imagine something like that happening man i've heard of that happening a lot of times uh it happens here in australia but yeah the little dogs yeah certain areas around here there's some big birds you're not talking about the crocs, you're talking about the birds. Birds, yeah. <laughs> Did I say it funny? No. <laughs> birds. Birds. <laughs> um, Birdie. Num, num. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, I saw, I don't know if you saw the post I put up earlier, but I, the the spider I found in the backyard yeah, when I was mowing the gonna, grass today. I was going to ask you about that. Yes, your little friend. Mm. That's not a spider. <laughs> now, this he, is a spider. Uh, he's probably a, a quarter of the size of anything you've got there, but 
you know, I'm, I'm mowing along the fence line because there's a we got the privacy fence back there, and um, it's it's kind of tight, so I'm trying to stay close as I can. And I I just happened to right as I'm going by there, notice out of the corner of my eye this big ass spider right next to me, and I don't mind spiders. I mean, I don't care for them, but as far as I'm concerned, they're doing doing a good job and doing taking care of all the nonsense nonsense bugs that I don't want to have around. So if they're in my house, as long as they're not right next to me, I, I'm happy to let them live. But this son of a bitch was huge. Yes, and yes, huge. I'm looking at the photo right now, Joel. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's it's not as not... big as, like I said, it's not like yours that could eat one of your cats. It's, but for here, it, it's pretty damn huge. And and I, after I got done mowing, I went over to take one another picture to try and get closer. And it had, you know, wrapped something up in a its web and was sitting there. Sucking on his blood. Yeah, well, and I could hear it. We've all seen Charlotte's web. It was freaking me out. Because it was like... <laughs> Maybe you should never come to this country, Joel. Seriously. <laughs> if that's getting you worried, that thing. Oh, I'm still looking at the photos going, give me a break. Even I wouldn't shit myself, and I shit myself out of spiders. I've shown you the photos of Huntsman's. Yeah, no, I saw that. I've seen the ones, and I've seen the ones that you've contended with, which maybe aren't quite as big as some of the ones in the pictures. But nope, nope. I, I'm still going to leave them alone. And like somebody posted, you know, they're just the friendly backyard spider that's not going to hurt anybody. But and we've got a massive problem with uh, grasshoppers and crickets this year. Mm-hmm. They're freaking everywhere, not just in my neighborhood, but even at like work and stuff. And some of these have. Like butterfly wings, it's the weirdest thing when they fly. I've never noticed it before, but I mean, like, like crazy, like detailed moth-like wings. But they're freaking everywhere. So I'm like, dude, go to town, eat as much as you can, please. I'm telling you, you won't be able to handle Australia if that's bothering you. <laughs> you should see the things that fly around here, and I'm not talking about the birds that come like when I feed them. Some of the big insects that fly, jeez. <laughs> oh yeah I'd love to see you down here Joel I'm hoping at some point I can get down there yeah, but do you have cicadas? cicadas yeah cicadas as we call them yeah. well you call, probably call them cicadas or something cicadas you know we have the big green braces uh, little black uh, what are they called black princes all sorts of ones do you have different varieties? yeah oh son of a bitch I hate cicadas Oh, you wouldn't mind the little black ones, the black princes, but the ones that would freak you out is the the big green ones, the green oh. grocers. I think is the nickname we call them. Yeah, they're the huge ones. Well, they they fly so weird and they make the horrible sound and they're just so big and yeah. Well, you get, and when you you get one yeah. and you tickle their belly and you get them to make the sound. No. Yeah, huh? that's what we did as kids. <laughs> no. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I'm not we joking. We stepped on them. We used to pick them up. No. Every morning would come out, and on the fence next to the driveway, you'd see all the shells of them, you know, coming out overnight. We'd have 20 shells on the fence. We used to collect the shells, you know, the, what they break out of. And, right. And the trees above, they used to live in. And they'd always be on a fence somewhere. The birds would try to eat them. We'd go protect the cicadas, get the birds away. And you'd pick them up and give them a pat. And tickle the belly. So they go... My gosh. Yeah. I'm not joking. You're this so... is not me doing one of my like drop bear jokes. It's it's what we did as kids. And it was the, the little black ones were the harder ones to catch. But, yeah. And there's other other species in between, you know, the big ones and the small ones. So. That's the sound of summer, mate. You know it's summer in Australia well... when you hear the... The cicadas going. I don't disagree. Between that and the crickets, I mean, that's, yeah, I agree. But the cricket, I, yeah, that always, we play cricket in summer here, yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about a sticky wicket. I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, the black little nuisances that are everywhere. But I just, anytime I saw one of those as a kid, I, I stayed as far away as possible unless there was a chance of, of smushing it. And, ugh. 
I'd, I'd avoid that too because it was messy. Difference between an American and an Australian. Australian runs to it. You know, American runs away from it. <laughs> the only bugs I ever messed with as a kid was um, grasshoppers on occasion and roly polies. And that's it. <laughs> What's a roly poly? It- Roly, they look like the little like um, trilobites. They have like the little or and like a little armadillo. Oh yeah. They got the little shell and they roll up into a ball when you touch them. They go to show. You're not talking about well, a snail. No, oh. no, I don't mind snails either. But yeah, they're good. The, they're good fun. You put salt on them. <laughs> right, little escargot fork. No, you just watch them shrivel up. Oh, you're talking about well, that and slugs, yeah. Yeah. But you don't know what I'm talking Roly polies? Nope. Gotta have those there. I can't think yeah, of what they're actually called. We'd probably call them something different, but I'm looking it up here to see if I. <laughs> There's they're cute and and I we used to always like, um, uh, pill bugs. That's mm. the other word for them. Yeah. So All right. That ring a bell? Yeah. So you say they're cute. Yeah. So are koalas. Look what they do to you. But but these guys aren't they don't bite. They don't they just crawl around and they're harmless and I I will intentionally like rescue them if they're out in the middle of a a sidewalk at work and I'll shuffle them off to the the grass and same thing with my kids if they see them out there and they're in any sort of jeopardy they'll they'll put them somewhere safe. Do you go up and go crikey? <laughs> no, but I will now. Um, they're so cute. Their little tentacles. That's it. Other than that, tentacles and, and or testicles? Con- I don't know if they have testicles. I've never checked. Not a lot of hanging fruit for them. They probably do. Um, but <laughs> they're probably rubbing them on me when I'm. <laughs> anyway, uh, but then there's cockroaches, and that's that's a big nope. I don't I don't care. When, where, how, or why? That's that's right. my my biggest thing. I hate I hate cockroaches. So do like I. With I go squish. You go squish now. Always. But sometimes they don't. They're like they're hard to kill. Sometimes. Uh, well, if you're talking about the big ones we got here in Australia, out in the bush, the bush cockroaches. Yeah. Oh hell no. Yeah. Like hissing ones. Yes. Have you not seen the photos of the the huge cockroaches? Bush cockroaches. I try to avoid that. Yeah, well, they're bigger than that, that little bug you just showed me. You get a squish on one of them, and it'll actually lift your foot back up and go, "Really?" <laughs> well, I mean, I've found I've had instances where I've tried to kill cockroaches, and if you're not on the right surface or you don't have the right type of shoe, I mean, they'll they'll get away, and they haul ass when they go. Luckily. In Colorado, they weren't a thing, and here in Rockford, so far, I haven't come across any. But Kansas City, man, it was like it was like Cockroach Central, and it just, oh, it was the worst thing. Whenever I'd find them anywhere, that and, and horseflies, we had a big thing with horseflies, and those things bite. Yeah, they're little shits, and they're big. Well, not as big as the Australian one, relatively speaking, right? <laughs> This thing can lift. <laughs> these things like the helicopter can lift stuff that you know, like a big helicopter can. I'm trying to think of the big. Yeah, joke went went flat, but yeah, they can lift. Like they lift a friggin' they can lift a dog too. They attack dogs, like your hawks do. That's how big they are. Your horse flies. Yeah, I think you're full of horse shit on that one. <laughs> yeah, no. Just saying. Yeah. Maybe I am. <laughs> oh yeah, watch. I'll get to, I'll get to uh, Australia and I have to wrap me in bubble wrap and <laughs> and put a helmet on me. Yeah, American accent or not, people are going to be laughing at me. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> you laugh at Americans. Yep. Oh, when they're walking down the main street of Sydney, going, "Where are the kangaroos?" <laughs> they do not. I uh, actually, they probably do. 
I, I, I hate to say it, but they, they probably are. One or two, maybe, yes. Not all Americans. But yes. Or if they see a koala out in the wild or, or a, a roo on the side of the road, I'm sure they freak out. Yeah. I would. Yes. Well, the person to be remained unnamed freaked out when she saw birds. Just normal, not, any, not like rainbow lorikeets or anything. Oh, well, we don't have them where I live, she'll say. It's just a fucking pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> we got those. Well, she supposedly didn't have any birds. Where the hell is she living? Underground? Well, we know who we're talking about. We could be, you know. Under not, a bridge, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and I said to her, like, if you're impressed by those birds, they're just like everyday regular birds that fly around in the suburbs. I'll take you and show you some what a real bird, Australian bird, looks like. So. And then you flipped her off. Yeah. yeah. There's a bird. Yeah. So. Okay, the joke fell flat because it's just you and me, but... Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. It's more fun when there's other people <laughs> on here who don't even know that story and they're like, oh, what? <laughs> um, and, sp- hey, speaking of podcasting, um, I meant to mention this earlier and I, we got sidetracked onto animals, but uh, August 25th, 2006 was the first podcast I ever did. Yeah, 10 years now. 10 years. It's officially past the mark. Yeah, about two days. Yeah. I I had in full intention of doing like a, a very special episode of the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour with, you know, reminiscing and a bunch of old sound clips and this, that, and the other thing. And of course, time got ahead of me and so at some point I may have to still do that, but yeah. So milestone. Oh well, congratulations, mate. Well, thanks. First time I'm mentioning it, like since it's happened, yeah. it's right here on this show. There we go. Exclusives. That's what you get here on the Coffin Joe cast. <laughs> well, and we... me talking about being afraid of bugs. Yeah. Well, if we're speaking about podcasts, might as well mention the Podcast Collective, the network that we are a part of, where you can find other podcasts. Like the show Joel just mentioned, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, 40 on on 14. Another show with Joel, with his friends Pat, Mike and Josh. Also, we got the man that made the the podcast collective. His show, the Bad Pairing Podcast. Also, we got On the Block and what else? No, Happy Humanity's still there. They're not recording at the moment, but hopefully they'll come back. Of course, we got us, Dating Baggage, I Am Salt Lake. The internet with Scott the Pool Boy, Minton Boxcast, Tales from the Outside, Dog and Juice Show, The Rad Dad Hour, and the latest podcast to join it, The Empty Rant Podcast. So, have we paid our bills now? <laughs> I think so. And I found out, I didn't know this, but I found out that The Dog and Juice Show hmm? is a sports show. Is it? Yeah. Wow. They talk about cricket. I, I don't know if they if they're truly into sports then I they should they should know what right? a what a maiden is um I'm trying to think the other ones that get used all uh, was it yeah, maiden over that means no one scored runs in that over there's as, an asterisk there's the sticky a, wicket asterisk means uh, that the batter never got out. <laughs> I learned something about cricket recently that the games are very, very fast. Uh, depends. Or they can be. They can be. That's the 2020 matches. They're the best ones to watch. It's full of excitement. Uh, the test matches, the ones that go for five days, are the ones that are boring as shit. <laughs> so everyone, you know, takes it a little slower and, you know, waits for the right the ball to be in the right position to hit it the way they want it. And, then, you know, with 2020, it's just smash and bash. So... Big hits, fast bowling, a lot of craziness. A lot of fireworks, too. They make it a show. Well, at some time, I will, I'll learn more about it. But I'm getting little bits here and there, and I'm starting to get some of the lingo. Also, uh, also about cricket, um, well, it was yesterday here in Australia, but uh, 27th of August, it's not only my birthday, it's the greatest cricketer. Would have been his birthday if he was still alive. Do you know who that person is, Joel? If you don't know, I'll, do, I'll, I'll chop like your I'm finger worried. off. I'll chop your finger off if you don't answer it. <laughs> You're going to chop it off anyway. 
Well, you should know the I, answer. You've watched Wolf Creek too. I I have, and I I like I said, I should know the name, but I do not remember. Sir Donald Bradman. Yeah, that's him. That <laughs> was just what I was thinking. <laughs> you would have lost a finger if Mick Taylor was he. Yeah. I probably would have lost my life if he was here. But that's the thing. That's the, the one question the guy got right. He knew it <laughs> in the movie. Spoiler alert. You should still watch the movie, people, if you haven't seen it. Oh, definitely. All, both of them plus the miniseries. Yeah, the miniseries. Well, that's another one of those slow burn ones, too. But I think they just tried to stretch out, you know, what was it, six episodes? Yeah. Put a movie. And even if you're... Yeah. Uh, even if you're not into that kind of stuff, just watching John Jarrett play the character is is worth the time yep. alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's so he's so charming. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like in, in in that very first episode of of the miniseries, and he comes in and he's so charming and he's so nice, and then all of a sudden he's murdering everybody, and it just it's very unsettling. That or when. Uh, what is it when he's trying to help the two girls when they they go to the they actually go to Wolf Creek and yep. uh, and the other guys show up to help and he, you could tell that he just was the disdain he was <laughs> yeah he was so pissed <laughs> oh yeah so definitely check that out if you haven't yet I'm pretty sure it's available in America now isn't it legally uh, I think I they, don't know about legally but I know they sold it on to um, the UK. And there was word about it. They were trying to sell it on to one of the Netflix or one of those sort of you know places over there. So, but either way, if you know how to find that stuff, I I mean it, it's not it's not on Netflix or anything because I stay on top of that. But uh, oh, here it is. It's scheduled to premiere in the United States on October fourteenth on the Pop Network, oh. which the I've never heard of. It's owned by CBS and Lionsgate Entertainment. It's uh, the satellite channel for the UK and Ireland uh, shows, apparently. Oh, so that's probably the way they're getting it through, like, UK on selling it. I I missed that, apparently. I I mean, I I don't have all the cables networks. I've only got some of the basic stuff, but... I mean, I've already seen it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I was going to say, you've obtained it some way, but yes. <laughs> right. But if they're doing it in a weekly thing, then it's going on right now, and they're on the third episode already by oh, my math. Yeah. I don't know if it's better to watch it in one big hit or watch it weekly. <laughs> so let, the, <laughs> let it sit in for a week going, oh, dear God, what's going to happen? <laughs> or go straight I broke in. it up. Yeah, well, I think I did too. But... Personally. I think you did you did a, a like a chunk at some point of like two episodes instead of one, but I think yeah mm-hmm. I spaced it out a little more than that. But yeah, I like to savor my my shows. Well, I try to get it in where I can. Well, yeah, we all know that. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I, but when Donna's not here, or you know, just that's why a lot a lot of shows I watch, I watch it in you know big chunks because when she's at work, I can get it in. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, jeez. But yeah, there's a lot of the shows I watch she doesn't want to watch, so i still got to go back and get into Mr. Robot. So, episode, oh, episode two, season two. So, that's Did it. you watch season one? Yeah, I watched season one. And? Yeah, I loved it. I'm into that sort of stuff, the conspiracy theories and the, the Anakin, Anakin, yeah, that word. <laughs> Anakin, Is he really a robot? No. The it's main a, character. It's not a robot. It's got nothing to do with it. It was the name of the store that um, his father owned. It was a computer store called Mr. Robot. That's Christian Slater. He's I thought father. it was a sci-fi show. No, it's about um, bringing down the government using um, internet hacking and all that. And these guys, are he worked, well, beginning of season one, he works at a security firm for internet security. Because he's a hacker, so he's. But on the side, he does hacking of um, other sites. So, and then he um, devises a plan to bring down the government and shut down all the banks. And so, yeah, that's what the season one's about. I've got to be careful what I say because there's a 
couple of twists and turns in there. So, yeah, it says here Christian Slater is is Mister Robot, but uh, Rami Malik, Malik mm-hmm. who I've mm-hmm. I've known him since. Uh, well, he's in all the Night at the Museum movies, but. Uh, what did I first see him in? He was on a TV show called Oh, The War at Home. That's what it was. Um, which was actually not a bad show, but uh, for some reason he stuck out in my mind from the show, and then he kind of disappeared for a while, and now he's like got this hit TV series. I seriously, I thought he was like a robot, and it nope. was about nothing to do with robots. <laughs> I feel so stupid. No, I don't think you're the only one. I've heard some people say that's why it didn't really get as many viewers because people thought it was about a robot. Uh, they think they mistitled it, but the people that do it, I think they did it on purpose to go, well, if if that's what you think, we don't want you watching. I don't know. But yeah. Get into it. I, well, like, I loved it. It could have a kind of a double meaning. I yeah. mean, if they're thinking in terms of like they're trying to overthrow the government, everybody is just a, a robot. robot. Yeah. See? That's why you got to watch Perhaps. it. It makes you think. But I like him, and I, I mean, I, I like Christian Slater, and it looks like he's not just in an episode, according to IMDb. It looks like he's got him listed he's, for 22 episodes. He's in there all the time. I just can't tell you the secret. It's a secret. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't. I'm wanting so bad, but, but yeah. Uh, but I, I like him, so. It's a good ride as you as you go through each episode, and then when it comes to the conclusion, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, so, so, should have seen that coming. I'm looking to see if it's available anywhere other than... Yes, those sort of places. Well, no, I mean, like, if it's... Because I don't know if it's, like, streaming on... Oh, yeah, it's included with Prime membership on... uh, Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yeah. um, Nope, it's just been added to my queue. Well, there you go. That's right, you've got Prime. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, well, that's... Well, season two, I think, it's already aired in America. It's being played now here in Australia on one of those, you know, subscription sites... One of the ones I don't have, Presto. So, but yeah, I don't need that because I've already got it all. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, it's one of those shows I've got to be really in the mood to, you know, the right frame of mind to watch. That's why I haven't watched. Right. Yeah. You know, as I said, I'm on holidays and the, switch the brain off. So, it's the sort of show where you got to have your brain switched on and you know, pay attention. Well, it says here, Mister Robot follows Elliot. A cybersecurity engineer by day and vigilante hacker by night who gets recruited by a mysterious underground group to destroy the firm he is paid to protect. And that's, I'm sure, just the gateway to the rest of the mm-hmm. series, but yep. I'm not reading any other, just that. Uh-huh. I'm trying huh. to think of the society they call themselves. Because they sort of emulate um, Anonymous or what's the other hacker site? So they have their own little name and they put up YouTube videos, you know, we're going to take down the man and that sort of... Yeah. I'm subphrasing it. They don't actually say I'm right. going to take down the man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit 1990s, but yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm 43, right. mate. I grew up in the bloody 90s. 90. Oh, yeah, I feel you. The 90s is my parents' 60s <laughs> or 70s. <laughs> Just about to uh, 42 here, so I'm not far behind yet. Yeah. But, uh, um, sorry, it's I'm about just, that time? Yeah, it is about that time. Sorry, just getting nostalgic about the 90s. Jeez. Aw. Old man. Get over Yeah, it's that time, Joel. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for random. Are the cats looking at the birds again? That was me trying to do didgeridoo. Yeah, it's very angry didgeridoo. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, it is time for (laughs) R is for random, brought to us by the lovely Mabelina. Thank you for the questions, as usual. All right. First question. What's the most disgusting habit some people have? Not you, obviously. Yeah. That's exactly how it's written. What really upsets me? 
people spitting. Really? On the ground. Not if you go to a bin and spit, that's fine. But when you, someone's just walking along the footpath, the sidewalk, and just... Yeah. I don't... Well, huh. Well, the, on t- the other week, uh, sitting at the bus stop waiting to come home, the guy next to me is a bit uh, dodgy. He sneezes. Big, big load of snot comes out of his nose. And he just sits there and does nothing yeah. about it. Yeah. That too. That. Uh, yeah. That's kind of gross. It was. When you say dodgy, do you mean like he was perhaps... He, well, Intoxicated he, on drugs, homeless, what? Uh, just, uh, I don't know. He worked, Well, he was in sort of uh, clothing that he'd been working, but I think he was uh, a person, I'd just say, a bit slow in the brain. <laughs> so, Are you trying to be nice about Richie? <laughs> well, yeah, he'd be one of Richie's friends. <laughs> don't bring out the name. I haven't dealt with him for a week. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> he, he's, he's like uh, that character that that guy played in that movie that one time yeah <laughs> yeah but spitting really so like that's but when you peeve or something oh no when when you hear the all the like digging deep to get it up and then just yeah. hocking it on the ground yeah go for the gutter at least because <laughs> i i mean i'm not a big spitter but if I got to spit, I've been known to spit, but I, I'm, 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 uh, what's the word? Polite about it. If, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like in the school parking lot or I'm at work or, you know, it's somewhere where I have respect for that area. But if I'm out like, I don't know, walking the dog somewhere and there's a thing of grass there, you know, and I got to spit, I'll spit. Yeah. Well, same here. I'm talking about walking down a, a packed sidewalk footpath and just not giving a shit and just go like, yeah, have some discretion, I guess. Yeah, that that that's a good way of looking at it. I I can agree with you there. Then, and it, you know, for me, it's I, if if I'm in that situation where it's inappropriate to do so. I mean, I've always got Kleenex on me, so I'll spit into a Kleenex and toss it or whatever, so nobody has to deal with that. But um, I think for me, probably the the worst thing is is if somebody picks her nose and eats it. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I left that one alone. I was leaving that one for you. I just... Well, there's, there's... I've got another story on the bus a few weeks Uh-oh. ago. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Exactly what you just said. Someone picked the nose and ate it. Oh, they uh, were savoring the nose meat. Uh, I knew you were going to say uh-huh. that. I picked that. That's why I left that one alone, and I went for spitting. And I knew you were going to bring that one up, so I could tell that story. Oh, just, ah, this is my enjoyable rides to and from work, mate. The the whole thing just makes me gag, and I just i I can't like I can't. I mean, for for little kids, okay, yeah, it, you get a pass. You're a kid. Don't know you don't any know better. better. Yeah, but if you're We'll say eighteen and above. We'll we'll, we'll make it an adult, so we're not picking on kids. Eighteen and above, and you do that. Why? And the person I'm talking about was forty or above. Wasn't a young person. I, I just I don't I don't get it. It just grosses me out so much. And I guess it's no different than if you, uh, you know, you happen to, you know, suck in a little snot because mm. you don't have a Kleenex or. You're not thinking, or you happen to anything at all where you—it's your own bodily fluids. But yeah, so, I, and and I've seen people like take it out and look at it and then do it, and it's like, are you, you know, savoring the moment? I don't understand. It just it, it weirds me out. Do you want me to make you really sick? There's a video online of a father sucking the snot out of his daughter's nose. It happened on, Be- a, on a Sydney train. Happened here. Because. Oh, hang on. I've got to be careful. Because weirdo? Uh, I'm going to make myself sick telling the story, but yeah. Uh, he actually was interviewed on uh, one of the radio shows I listen to as a podcast. Anyway, I've got to stop talking because every time I hear the story, it really makes me throw up. So. 
it's making me feel a little nauseous mm-hmm. just thinking about it. I, but it, without telling the story, was he doing it for a legitimate reason, mm-hmm. or was he doing he it because he's any, just? No, he didn't have any um, a tissue or a hanky or anything. And fair enough. Uh, fair enough. That's good. <laughs> we can leave it there. It was three year old. It was, a, it was a child under five, so it wasn't. Yeah. yeah so. Oh. There's other things you could have done, but okay, <laughs> I I give him a pass, I guess. So I guess it's you're not, not Chris go- Hansen worthy. I guess you're not going to go looking for that video then. Nope, mm-hmm. nope. I, I, uh, but I, I had this moment when you first said that that I was like expecting Chris Hansen to pop up and say, "Oh, no, no, would no. you like to have a seat over there?" No, it was his own child. It was his daughter. All the more reason. He was trying to do the right thing, so it wasn't just all over the train. Anyway. We keep talking about this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next Let's question. Move on. <laughs> next question and last question. All right. And this is, this is when I ask this question, negate whatever current situation you're in and just put it in terms of big picture if you had the option. Would you rather have a horrible job but be able to retire comfortably in 10 years or have your dream job but have to work until the day you die? And it doesn't have to do anything with what you do currently. Uh, well, I'd probably take the 10-year option because I've been doing it for 20 years anyway, so another 10 more years of shit to know I'm going to com- be completely retired. I would take that because, yeah, another 10 years ain't going to hurt. But then, it, yeah, See, it's a hard one because if it's a job I love doing, I'd rather be doing something to the day I die. Because I've had a week off work and I'm already bored shitless. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like that. Well, I used to be, but I don't mind. Well, I know why I'm doing my holidays just to relax and you know de-stress and make the body better. But yeah, I'm I'm torn between both. If it was a really great job, yeah, I'd probably think. I don't know. Depends. That's why these are great <laughs> questions. She's got me this time. Nah. Yeah, all right. If if you put me to the sword, you make me answer. I'd say uh, answer B, Eddie. What? Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> the guy that does uh, millionaire down here, his name's Eddie. Eddie McGuire. <laughs> you know, lock it in, Eddie. Oh, gotcha. So that's your final answer. <laughs> yes. Because that's what usually usually happens. They've got thirty seconds, and they're no A, no B, no A, A, B, C, D, uh, uh. And they go right to the end and, uh, oh, see you, Eddie. Right. Anyway. Um, well, it is. It's a bit of a head-scratcher because either way, you kind of win. So when they say horrible job, I try to think of what's, like, the worst job I can imagine. And 10 years in the bigger picture isn't that long. And to be able to be retired by 52, still getting out early. But yeah, I've I've had job, or I've had a job before that drove me to literal insanity. So I don't want to go down that path again. And but work until the day I don't know because probably my dream job would be working um, back at the record store or you know working in some sort of like as a, a film reviewer or something. So in theory, you could do that, and it wouldn't be like a job. So, and I know Val, who runs the record store, Val's Hella that I used to, to, to work at, you know, she's been doing it since 63 and is past retirement age and doesn't seem like she's going anywhere. So I'm actually, I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go with Dream Job. Yeah. You went through the same process as me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that 10 years, I mean, that 10 years could could literally kill you yeah and it, it, that's not the intention when you start but oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's it's that's a, a good one yeah she's got us on this one i think that's probably the best question ever we've got so far for ours for random really got us thinking <laughs> it's a shame there wasn't that's... a third co-host we'd go on for another half an hour <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We've we filled up our our usual allotment of time, and mm-hmm. uh, we're at that point where we're can wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Once I find a song I want to play. Uh oh. 
Ah, yeah, I was indecisive this morning. Other than Nirvana, my favourite band is The Angels. So, I'm looking for an Angels song. I've played plenty of them before. I don't want to repeat the same songs. But, we might, nah, let's play this one. Marseille, from 1978, so. Wow, that's gone back a ways. Mm-hmm. That's how old the angels were. Ah, is. They're still, I forget. We're still going with um, Dave Gleason, lead singer of uh, Screaming Jets. He does the lead singing for the angels now, that the doc has passed away. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening. Happy birthday to me. Oh, uh, I wanted to play this at the beginning of the show. I'll play it now. There are several fine young men who I'm sure are going to go far. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. I'd just like to say this gig sucks. Hey, up your Springfield. One, two, three, four. Hell, you old bastard. Hey, I think they liked us. Have the Rolling Stones killed? Oh, sir, those aren't. Do as I say. I don't know if you heard that, Joe. Hey. There are several. Hey. Stop. I did not hear that. What was it? Uh, the Ramones from The Simpsons singing Happy Birthday to Bonesy. Aww. You know the scene? And then Bonesy goes, Have the yep. Rolling Stones killed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, well, yes, it's. Uh... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, yes. Happy birthday, of course. Thank you. And thank you if... to everyone who wished me happy birthday on Facebook. I think I've got back to you all and said thank you. If anybody who is listening would like to be a third co-host, we are always looking and I try to actively seek people out. But sometimes things happen like tonight where unavoidable instances occur and people can't join. Or uh, sometimes it's just hard to find people who are free. So if you are interested, uh, send us an email at coffinjoecast at gmail.com or a voicemail at... <laughs> what, 661-434-5956? That's 661-434-KWJO. There you go. That's, uh, we'd love to hear from you either way. Whether you want to be a third co-host or drop us a voicemail. And, yeah. uh, and you can record it on your smartphone app and email it to us. It's probably the easiest way. And honestly, I prefer that way because it sounds so much better. So, Alright, well that's it. Another birthday coming up soon. We'll talk about that one next week, won't we, Joel? Oi! Oi. So, Alright, it's uh, 11.30 on the 28th of August. I'm going to go rest for the rest of my week. Thank you for joining us. Here's the Angels with Marseille. Bye. Bye. Like my radio guy.
bonsoir, mademoiselle. Prenez-vous promenade avec moi ce soir. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.